0: oh you know what time it is welcome to a special wrestling edition of too young to be this old i am ben here with my tag team partners andy hello and michael
1: how's it going i'm gonna crack up crack open something too there we go Ah, is it nice a coke? it is a coke yes nice right. i'm drinking well, a coke a too, too.
0: <laughs> i guess i'm the only adult here
1: Hey yeah. man, coke is my alcohol. I treat it the same. <laughs> <laughs> so true.
0: <laughs> All right, Andy, why don't you clean this house for us?
1: Yeah, let's do that
2: usual house cleaning. So if you want to find us on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash too young to be this old. That's probably our most active platform. But we also do have Twitter at T Y T B T O. Uh, Also, our website, com, where you'll find all the links with places to listen to us and our personal social medias as well.
0: And you will find those in the show notes and on the website. We will also in the show notes have Michaels, and we will let him go into his future or his current endeavor a little later in the episode. But much like WWE not explaining anything, We're just going to dive straight into this pay-per-view. We have Survivor Series coming up here November 24th, the Thanksgiving tradition. Uh, All we have heard is this is the battle for brand supremacy for, what, the past six weeks?
1: Yes. Yep. At least they haven't been saying this is the only time superstars from Raw and SmackDown go head-to-head.
2: Well, because this year they'd have to say Raw, SmackDown. And NXT. Yeah. True. So Uh, that added a new curve
0: to it, but go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, I think it is really intriguing how much of NXT being thrown into Survivor Series do you think happened because of the Saudi debacle?
2: I don't know if it's that or for me, I don't know. I was just, the way that they're really, really hyping... The NXT talent lately, and in, in you know all the weekly stuff, makes me feel like it's more about the uh, the Wednesday Night War than yeah. it is about the Saudi pay per view.
1: They advertised Adam Cole in like that, that Triple Threat match during the Saudi Arabia show, if right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but yeah, I they, think that's right. I think it turned more into an invasion angle because of the Saudi Arabia show. I think right. before they were just advertising it of like the best of the best, but now it's like they had to do that show with only NXT superstars and people who have political beliefs and <laughs> are courageous enough to stand up to WWE and as NXT magazine. guys beating them up. Right.
0: Oh, oh man! so I'm actually honestly very excited about this pay-per-view. This card actually looks pretty solid from top to bottom. Yeah, um, I'm
2: hyping Ben, you know, in the past survivor series is like a uh, nap for me. I like end up tuning out most years.
0: I know you do, and it's very frustrating because this is like one of my favorite pay-per-views. I know it Uh, is. The order of these matches is not indicative of where they will fall in the event. They are just as we are going to talk, and we will do our best this time around to not bounce back and forth between matches, but I don't feel like many of these matches are going to affect later matches in the card. We'll start with Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio in a no-holds-bar match for the WWE title. To briefly sum this up, Brock beat up Dominique and Ray. So Ray called in Kane Velasquez because, I mean, everybody needs Kane Velasquez on the first episode of SmackDown. Mm hmm. Brock beats up Kane. Ray beats up Brock with a chair. And here we are. Did I miss anything?
2: I mean, Umberto is kind of there, but also kind of not really involved, but involved.
1: Uh, Brock just kind of said, "I'm a Raw superstar now." Uh, one yeah, day. so yeah. I was wondering,
2: what are they going to do with
1: with the title here,
2: with him being like, "I'm on Raw now."
1: They basically, I guess, did a trade because Bray yeah. turned the belt blue. I yeah. mean, Bray was drafted, but then they're just like, "I guess Brock is on Raw now." Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Can't that have makes sense. Big titles, so you know it. It all shakes out. I think Bray Wyatt on SmackDown is better than Bray Wyatt on Raw. Um, yeah,
2: I agree.
0: Gives me a reason to watch SmackDown a little bit more. <laughs> um, So I honestly, after reading some of the backstage stuff, uh, I would say that with the no holds bar stipulation, we may see Rey Mysterio get another title reign.
1: Yeah, before they mentioned it was no holds bar, I was like, oh, this would just be another Brock Survivor Series match where he like, does a really good match, but comes out on top. But Kane should be returning. The last guys,
0: <laughs> correct, and that will probably begin our build between another Kane Brock match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, give Kane a few more months in the ring and some practice. I don't think I would. I don't think I would hate seeing that as long as that's not advertised as the main event. Or. Tyson Fury come out, because he's been running that mouth, too, about uh, doing a match against Brock Lesnar, and I don't no, want to Please see no. That. no. I don't want to see that. Please no. No. Please no.
1: I'm you convinced that,
0: that maybe Kane happen. with
2: a little bit more time. Yeah, you're than, right.
0: Anytime I say something that shouldn't happen, that's exactly what... It's
2: me. It's going to happen, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. But uh, well, I really don't want it,
2: because I was not, not very enthused with anything I've seen of him so far.
0: So, predictions on this match?
1: Ray. I I want Ray to win it just because he deserves uh, one more run with the title, especially after Cena screwed him out of the last one. And he's getting older, so this is like the only time to do it.
0: And with the no-hold bar stipulation, you're not hurting Brock by having him taken out. Nope.
1: It'll be the most times Brock has lost this year because he's what lost to Seth
0: twice, something like that. <clears throat> Brock's been a real wrestler this year.
1: It's crazy; he's been and showing know, up. Right?
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Andy, your call.
2: I'm gonna go with Ray because I think it makes sense. This is the way you take it off of Brock without it making Brock look, you know, weak.
0: Right. Hey, if we get a match out of Brock that's anything like his matches, the past two Survivor Series has been, I don't care, win, lose, or draw. I'll just be happy to see it. Because he is definitely, as weird as it sounds to say this, Brock has stole the show the past two Survivor Series. Hell, you could say three if you want to talk about his quick match with Goldberg. Next match we've got labeled here is a triple threat, champion versus champion versus champion. We've got Becky Lynch. Versus Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. Andy, can you give me a brief rundown about this triple threat match?
2: Yeah, so uh, this is just Bailey wanting attention, right? <laughs> is that what we're getting at in this one? Because uh, basically, Becky and Baszler have just uh, not cared about Bailey during these whole. Multiple invasions, and now Bailey's like, Hey, hey, I'm here, and I'm bad now, so I'm gonna do
0: stuff. That sounds kind of Michael, kind Does of... that sound about right?
1: Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, Bailey didn't want to be outshined, and she's got a haircut. She's Karen from accounting. What do you think about uh, Karen from accounting? What do you think about new Bailey here,
2: uh, Michael? Because I know you are a Bailey fan, so.
1: I keep going back and forth on whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the heel turn. Uh, I like that she destroyed the uh, car sales balloons. Oh, so good. I, I liked everything, but I feel like they f- turned her heel with no real direction because she didn't betray anybody. So she didn't do the classic heel turn. There hasn't no, been really she, any reason. She betrayed the
2: wacky, wavy, inflatable arm filling guys. that That's what she betrayed that's it
1: pretty much the the heel turn i think is only beating being like uh misused because we're doing this brand versus brand thing and she hasn't had time to heal up and like really soak in this new character Uh, and also you know sasha banks is also a heel and her best friend still so she really has no one to like work off of especially on smackdown unless they're gonna like try and make carmella a thing again uh, so I don't know if I'm liking the heel turn. I'm glad they did it, but I think they—it's another thing where WWE had a missed opportunity with. Uh, yeah, it's like hopefully. they really—they
2: got really excited to do it, and then once they got there, didn't know what to do with it.
1: Exactly, it's exactly that. Uh, but I—they I, can still give her time. They just got to get past this. Unfortunately, it's like we had to wait for them to get past the draft if they got past the draft and that's like we got we got to get them past Survivor Series and then we can actually get into like WrestleMania season and then I guess you turn Sasha face again even though that's bad every time they do it and then she can betray Sasha
0: That's horrible every time they do it Mm Hmm. maybe they can make Lacey Evans face
1: probably not but yeah they can try
0: all right I would rather than try that than Sasha Banks face. I don't want to see it again.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh who do you got winning this match?
1: Uh I strongly believe Baszler's is going to win. She has looked like a million dollars this entire time her facing off with Becky. Uh if you're going to pull a trigger on Beige, uh, on Shayna and like make her like a top star Now's the time to do it. Uh, kind of like the Ray thing where Baszler is almost 40 years old to where her like, you know, window is a lot tighter than Becky, who's like in her early 30s and Bailey, who I think is like just turned 30 or is it like 29? People forget Shayna's like 39 years old, 40 years old. So like if you want to make her a star, this is kind of the, the time to do it. Just like in, in uh, the previous match we talked about where it's like Ray kind of towards the end of his career Shayna is not towards the end of her career but like this is the time to make her a star if you want to so then you can like fill the gap in you know for the next couple years and then also establish nxt of like this is the women division to watch uh wednesday nights at the same time as aew who don't have a women's division like at all
0: thank you at all thank you (laughs) also uh becky is 32 bailey is 30
2: yeah, okay. Bailey just turned 30 in June. Um, I'm I'm in the same boat. I think it's time for them to push in here, but I also think, like, Michael, you got it just right there at the end. It's just pushing the fact that... I think there's a lot of people watching that probably don't pay attention to NXT as much as WWE wants you to, and I think this is just pushing that this is what you need to be watching. NXT is where you want to be watching, so on Wednesday night, this is what you should watch. Um, And I think that's really what becoming more and more what this pay-per-view is going to be about.
0: (laughs) This match, this triple threat match, is the match you need to have to set up the four horsewomen feud. Have Baszler get the W over, run their mouth, give Becky Lynch and Bayley a common enemy, Baszler still runs a rough job with the help of her two friends. Bring in Charlotte. Bring in Sasha. Bring back Ronda for one more match. Because I think Ronda wants one more run before she calls it quits. So, here's your start to set up. Let's see how WWE fucks this one up.
2: By bringing back Ronda.
0: <laughs> Dude, I would I would love to see Ronda Shayna. I think that could be a really cool match. Yeah, I think
1: it could be cool. I think it could be cool. I just wish... uh. I like the other two horsewomen. I just yeah, don't, I don't. I don't. But I they're, guess they're, they're
0: just there. Yeah, that they're just there, and I mean the star power on that team will be Shayna and Rhonda mm-hmm. End of story. So uh, I think again we all kind of agree that this is probably Basler's match. Maybe we get there for different reasons, but I think that was the consensus. Yep. <laughs> Andy, why don't you introduce this next one?
2: All right. So, in this one, we got the Viking Raiders from Raw, the New Day from SmackDown, and Undisputed Era Fish and O'Reilly from NXT. So, just good old tag team champions versus tag team champions versus tag team champions. So,
0: yeah, that's one the of those matches you one. have to
2: have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Survivor Series.
2: Brand supremacy. That got to have that brand supremacy. Um,. So it's been interesting seeing the new day, um,
0: Xavier get, Woodsless.
2: Yeah, Xavier Woodsless and still get pushed. So I enjoy that very much, and I'm real happy with it. And also, they're starting a podcast, so I'm very excited to see what they do with that. Um, but I don't know. I think that I think they're gonna keep pushing New Day here. Is kind of what it seems like.
0: I'm just sad that we don't get any Tucky and Otis in this match.
2: Oh yeah, like tonight, Heavy Machinery in there with them was fantastic.
0: Yeah, Tucky are doing a moonsault. That man is too large to be doing flips and shit. <laughs> it was like vader S flashbacks when I saw that. I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, Michael, you got any other thoughts on this one and possibly a winner?
1: With with a lot of these uh, brand versus brand versus brand, there hasn't been too much of a like specific build up to some of these matches, and this is one of them. Uh, I want to go undisputed era, but I think they've been building the Viking Raiders a lot, and this might be a perfect thing to for the Viking Raiders to do to like show them that they're like the top tag team and you know the WWE. Yeah. yeah i mean they, they me. keep having them go
2: against like jobbers and stuff like that so maybe yeah, this, this is like a good breakout for them right
1: Cause... they haven't had an actual tag team to face. right
0: right i'm all. sorry kurt hawkins and zach Ryder.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, uh, 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 i was gonna say a championship team but they were t- tag team champs at one point sadly but they haven't had like a a marquee tag team to go against uh you know it's like they they defeated rude and ziggler uh they you know fought the the wrestling figure podcast uh they 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 haven't really done like too much and this this is this is going to be a great match i hope i just hope though with a lot of these stuff we'll talk later about nxt but man these guys are putting in some fucking work the nxt guys this weekend uh, and I'm Motors. worried about, yeah, like, the health of people coming out of, like, war games and then doing a Survivor Series thing. But these are all triple threat matches and, like, big team matches, so uh, they'll probably be fine.
0: True. Uh,
1: but it, it, it's a good excuse for them to lose because they can bring up, like, these guys were just in a war the night before. Right.
0: Just the way New Day gets pushed, I could see New Day getting the win here. Um, keep them super relevant and super hot going into them doing their podcast. Because you know WWE is going to be pumping that left, right, and center, all over. Oh, absolutely, Fox. all over. Just like they do after the bell. Yep. And they need so, to
1: make us forget that Kofi was the champion. So they, if, right? He he, needs to start winning as the tag champ.
0: True. True. Distance separate entirely. Michael, why don't you uh, roll us in on this next one?
1: Oh, uh, you can be the, the one with everybody in it. Uh, so we have yep. <laughs> the brand supremacy, uh, women's matches. So we have on team raw, Charlotte, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, Sarah Logan, and SmackDown. We have Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross <laughs> against team NXT, Rhea, Rip, uh, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, Maya Yim, Tony Storm, and Tony Storm, uh, basically this is just like you can clearly see which of the brands has a full women's division and which one does not uh just looking at this especially if you follow nxt like uh spoilers nxt is the women's division <laughs> in the yeah. wwe uh, especially when you look at like team smackdown and you to see dana brooke and Carmella, and then team raw they were just like fuck, we need a fifth one. Sarah Logan?
2: Sarah Logan, which I was like, oh my god, Sarah Logan's okay because we haven't seen her in just Ah. so long. And I love
1: Sarah Logan. Yeah, me too. Like, they don't put any emphasis on her at all. Zero.
0: Yep. So, the thing that bothers me only about SmackDown's team is you have Alexa Bliss you could have used to replace Dana Brooke. She's injured. She's always injured. They just say that.
1: But they could have used her in a five v5 v5 you know they think they, they, yeah, there's a way to protect pre- her
0: yeah could have easily protected her but i think just having her name in dana brooks spot would have helped smackdowns it would have been, been critical so much
2: incredible. so much better yeah
0: um i just i love any chance we get to see rhea ripley in the ring oh my god get get to see her twice this weekend i mean three times if you want to count friday
1: she just looks um, so cool. Like, I don't know what it is about her. She just looks so fucking cool.
0: She looks like she could probably beat half of the men's division. Um, oh, right? absolutely.
1: It, but in, like, a way that... She's not, like, this tall, like, like, super, super, super tall person, but she just looks tough.
0: She carries herself like a complete badass.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Very, very imposing.
0: If her and Darby Allen got in a fight, my money's on her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Same with Tony Storm. I love love all of Team NXT. I think that's great. And the funny thing about most of this NXT team is, like you mentioned earlier, they're also going to be in a War Games match. But NXT has a whole other women's team in the War Games match. So there's like four women, top-shelf women, sitting on the shelf for the Survivor Series. So this one will be interesting. I don't see how you have it go any other way than Charlotte being the sole survivor for team Raw, because we have to love Charlotte and everything about Charlotte.
2: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I think you're you're right. That that's exactly what it's gonna be because Charlotte
1: I so I agree with you Charlotte will be the sole survivor for Raw. But I think it's going to be a complete dominance by the NXT team just Mm -hmm. because of what we said of like they want to show they have a women's division you need to watch on Wednesday nights. Because the other show doesn't have a women's division and I if there's anyone that I can see putting up like a John Cena performance it is Charlotte. To where everyone on the other two teams gets eliminated and then maybe most of NXT is still there and Charlotte maybe knocks everyone out but Rhea Ripley. And then we just have Rhea Ripley and Charlotte like tear the house down for like five, ten minutes and then Rhea Ripley ends up beating Charlotte just because Charlotte was the only one, uh, you know, there and then could compete and was just like put in a, you know, like a champion's effort but comes up just short. Uh, due to like a numbers game and just, you know, endurance. Uh, because I, I, I really think like if the WWE is smart, you go all in on the NXT women's division on Sunday.
0: Okay. And of course, that match is the traditional Survivor Series match. So it's normally would be five on five elimination style. But of course, with it being three brands, it is five on five on five.
1: the real bet is (laughs) Uh, that match
0: gonna be how long is that match gonna be
1: there's like there's like three or there's like what one two three there's like three women that will probably be eliminated within like 30 seconds right
0: true there's gonna be a few that are not gonna get I I could definitely see um Tegan Knox Dana Brooke and Sarah Logan being super quick eliminated Mm
1: -hmm. I would add Carmella to that
0: yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I was about to
2: say uh, Carmella. Mm.
1: And then pending on uh, how uh, Maya Yim and uh, Rhea Ripley are, like, after War Games, uh, like, they'll probably do well, but they'll probably do the least amount of work until the very end. Like, I can see Tony Storm. Tony Storm, I feel like that that's going to be the... Uh, they, like... Put her in the match on SmackDown today without really yep. any fanfare, but I feel like that's the one that is going to oh, have she's, a breakout.
0: She she a bad bitch.
1: Yep, and she, I feel like would be like a Vince McMahon dream. Like Vince McMahon probably doesn't even know who the fuck Tony Storm is because he probably doesn't really pay attention to other stuff. But doesn't,
0: I, un- doesn't watch NXT UK. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he only watches the big oh, yeah. shows. yeah, there is no way and... <laughs> yeah. that he has. A but idea I have a feeling after Sunday, he's gonna be like, "Who's that blonde girl?" Because he likes blondes, and then Tony Storm's gonna get like a rocket strapped to her, in like a good way, not in a weird. weird <laughs> right? <manner>. No, <laughs> no. But I think you're right.
2: I think all of a sudden we're gonna see a whole lot of Tony Storm.
1: Yeah, he's gonna ask, "Why isn't she on every Wednesday?"
2: Right. Right. Exactly. And I think this is just pushing first time NXT is part of Survivor Series. I just keep feeling like NXT is about to just clean house with this, with this night.
1: Yeah, it's either that or they just let SmackDown sweep to make yeah. up for last year and also to That's tell true. Fox they have the A brand. That's true. Not that Fox actually gives a shit.
2: <laughs> no, they just are like, where are those ratings at?
0: Indeed, Fox just wants them numbers. So going from the women's Survivor Series match, we'll move to the men's Survivor Series match. And Team Raw is Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. There are three former NXT champions on that team. Ricochet never had the title in NXT, did
1: he? No, just North American.
0: Okay, that's what so I So a champion. So, yeah, four NXT champions on Team Raw. SmackDown is Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali. We're going by Mustafa Ali again. That's an interesting choice. Uh, they found him. they They did. Huh. Braun Strowman, King Corbin, and I refuse to call him by his new name, Chad Gable.
1: Oh, okay. I was wondering who this Chad Gable was. Yeah, I don't know who Chad is. I know about Shorty
2: Gable.
0: Yeah, there's Shorty G. No, it's not even Shorty Shorty G. G. Shorty G, G. right. Right. Shorty G. Uh, The interesting thing (laughs) with this match is Team NXT is to be announced.
1: Yeah, I think we we only have like one confirmed based on SmackDown, and it's going to be Keith Lee.
0: Well, SmackDown hasn't even confirmed that much yet. Yeah,
1: but Keith Lee and Braun Strowman had, like, a face-off, which I feel like... Yeah, yeah they
0: had a face-off there at the end, so
2: I, I think you're right, Michael, I think that... If
0: Keith Lee is in this match, he will steal the show from everybody.
1: I hope, I hope yeah. they they let him do that.
0: You will bask in his glory. There, There's
1: so many guys in NXT that could be stars, but there's also so many guys on Raw and SmackDown that could be stars, but, like, this is a great, great time to, like, showcase people. Yeah.
0: It will be so. The NXT team, I think, will be definitely determined by how the War Games match and that Triple Threat match go. Mm-hmm. I could so see the two losers in the Triple Threat between Pete Dunne, Killian Dane, and Damian Priest. I could see the two losers being part of Team NXT.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I could also see the winner of Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor being on Team NXT.
1: I feel like you throw like. The who who's captain or whatever as a stipulation during War Games between those
0: two. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be interesting to see. So I think uh, I think that could be very very intriguing to see what happens there. It's
1: holding out for Velveteen Dream to come back for War Games and then come back for Sunday.
0: That would be nice. Oh yeah, because uh, Team NXT is still missing a a member for War Games match as well. That's mm-hmm. right. We know who it won't be. That's Johnny Gargano. Sadly. It's hard to pick a winner on that match because I need to see Team NXT. Um, but of, of what I see there, I could definitely see a screwy finish in NXT winning that one as well. Um, just because there is too much talent in that match that got their name in NXT.
2: Right. For me, I was kind of thinking that I feel like it's going to be a really, really good match and you're going to see Raw and NXT guys, I think, go really hard. And I don't know, I feel like they they have Raw take this one and be like, all these guys came from NXT and, you know, the future is NXT, you know. And I feel like they could position it that way, but then still keeping Team Raw looking as strong as it does, you know, on paper.
0: I suppose. So,
1: I'm leaning SmackDown just for the Fox factor. Uh, And that's where Roman's at. And King Corbin. That's true. There's There's a lot of different directions that you could pull it. If you think
2: about who has pull, right? If it's, you know, let's promote NXT or let's continue to give Fox reasons to be happy or potential rating bumps
1: pretty much that that's how i'm seeing it i, I i'm leaning towards that they're going to want to have like fox get something and this would be their big one and they can have uh that because i think raw is going to self-destruct with randy orton and ricochet uh because it seems like they're building a feud between True. them, yeah, which I, w- I I can't wait for. Because oh, like, be so if good. Randy cares, uh, of yeah. course, is always the stipulation with any yeah. feud for him. But like Ricochet can probably take some amazingly creative RKO's, and I'm looking forward.
0: Dude, he sells the RKO that. like he's trying to kill himself.
1: I and that's so yeah, great. he bounces off of his neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's insane. got a rubber neck though, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, uh, I, 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 the only thing I'm picturing is I'm picturing SmackDown winning no matter what. But I have a feeling it's going to be like Corbin's going to pull Roman off whoever he's going to beat. And oh God! Steal the yeah. pin. You're right. And then we'll totally have a scene where he just brags about winning it for Team SmackDown, even though Roman did all the work. Right. Uh, and again, like 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 Ben mentioned, like with the the NXT stuff it not being decided yet, it's kind of hard to to make that guess. Uh, yeah,
0: really hard to tell when you don't know what one of the team's going to be.
1: Uh, but Keith and Dominic Do... Do uh, I can never say his name. Uh, Dovovich? Double uh, D. It, I, I would be fine if it was just Keith Lee and him versus everyone else. Uh,
0: I, I could get behind that.
1: Uh, they don't need anyone else. It could just be those two guys, and, and that will be entertaining. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I have a feeling like Finn Balor hasn't really like popped up on NXT, or at least popped up for NXT on Raw and SmackDown, except for for SmackDown. I, I believe he was on he was on the tank. Uh, I can see Finn Balor leading NXT, but I think War Games. They're going to use War Games as like a big factor for like some of these losses. Uh, just like hey, they 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 were in a battle they were in two cages guys
0: yeah for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about with war games it is an old concept from the wcw days pay-per-view wise where it is two rings two cages and all hell breaks loose can't wait it's gonna be insane next Uh, match we have is a triple threat again go figure uh between all of i guess you would call them the mid tier champions
1: yeah the secondary title holders yeah the holder.
0: se- secondary title holders we've got AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong i feel like this is a mark's wet dream match
1: oh my god yeah it's TNA versus New Japan versus Ring of Honor
0: <laughs> yes
1: on a WWE show.
0: There's only one concern I have. And that's the new IC title. How do we feel about that? It got introduced tonight.
1: Andy? I liked
2: it. I thought it was really cool looking. I feel like I might be in the minority. But uh, I like the redesign. The white was cool. But I think we've even talked about before. The white. Ends up only looking good on certain champions. And, I don't know. It's a little weird in comparison to the other belt. So, I really like the IC uh, title redesign.
1: I'm going to go with... More... Cons- go ahead. I was going to go with the conspiracy that they got rid of it. Because Cody's the one that introduced it.
2: Oh, man. That's a good point.
1: But, like, okay. If you would ask me an hour ago when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. I would have been like that's ugly. If you would have asked me 45 minutes ago, I would have been like, actually, it's kind of cool. If you asked me <laughs> a half hour ago, it's been changing back and forth. I keep looking at pictures of it like, mm, maybe. Kind of. Eh. It looks like a ring. It looks like a giant ring.
0: It looks it does look much like, like ring. the NXT titles to me. So kind of. It feels kind of out of place. I would much rather them just go with the Intercontinental belt similar to the US belt for continuity's sake. But, you know, fuck me in continuity. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it feels uh, people are posting photos of the Progress Championship and it looks exactly like that title. Mm. Um, yeah, a little continuity would have been great because I don't like the way like the women's tag belt looks completely different from the, the men's tag belts. Uh, the only continuity is between like the Universal the Women's Championship, and the WWE title. Everything else is just kind of a free-for-all on the tag title, the men's tag titles.
0: Yeah, that's something I would like to see straightened up because NXT does such a good job outside of the North American title of everything looking the same.
1: Which I will disagree with you on because I know you don't like the North American title, but I do agree with you that it does feel odd compared to the other titles.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to argue if it's a good belt or not. It just it's different than everything else. Yeah.
1: And and can so. we all agree the best belt in a WWE is the UK belt? Hands down. Okay.
0: Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with that. <laughs> it's even able to be carried in your mouth. That's the best part.
1: I know. It means it's lightweight, but looks like it has some weight to it. Or Pete Don just has like the strongest the monster, teeth in the world.
2: <laughs> monster teeth is what I'm going with there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I would go with that too. Who <laughs> wins this triple threat between Styles, Nakamura, and Strong?
1: <laughs> I was like, should I go? Should you go? You you can go ahead. Mario. Okay, uh, I have no idea. I don't know yeah. who the fuck to pick in this. This is like the 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 logical choice would be AJ because of course, but they just gave Shinsuke a new belt, so that would make sense. But then there's Roderick Strong. And I don't know, but much like Roderick Strong since joining undisputed the era era, like I don't know about Rod, Rick Strong in term, he, like he just kind of like fell to the background. Uh, AJ, AJ makes the most sense, and he's been kind of a champion for the WWE, you know, coming after NXT. So AJ. Yeah,
2: I can I can kind of get behind that as well because I'm also I, in the in the camp of I don't know who wins this
0: match because. Yeah. It's AJ solely of because head. of the club.
2: Yeah.
1: That, 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 I guess that makes sense. Uh, I mean, granted, you got, un,
0: you got undisputed era, but I mean, what shape are they going to be in after a War Games match? And everybody having their own match on the card later.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Um. Next match we have is The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. For that shiny blue universal title. Oh man,
2: I love that blue universal (laughs) title so much.
1: It looks so much better.
2: I really, really like it. I think it looks real sleek. And I'm a very large fan of that redesign.
0: Personally, I would love to see the WWE title get a red centerpiece. And the SmackDown version... This universal championship we're talking about. Look just like the WWE title, black strap and all, but have a blue center plate for it. Can we just get some continuity in our titles? It's not allowed. Please. Um I think this one is interesting that we have the fiend basically calling Daniel Bryan out for being a people person with his Firefly Flyn House gimmicks and stuff like that. Uh, there is no way the fiend loses this match, though.
1: No, no, God no. Especially yeah, no, there's no way. Especially because Daniel Bryan hasn't really fully embraced the S yes movement. Until he does that, I don't think you yeah, have him <clears throat> beat the Fiend.
0: You cannot have the Fiend lose his first title defense.
1: Oh
2: god. <laughs> You're scaring me now that that's something they would do, but I, I really, I really don't think they will. Um, no. I say I really hope they
0: don't. The only acceptable way for the fiend to lose is if CM Punk comes to save Daniel Brown.
1: Should be it, way too soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: just saying. I'm just saying. That's it is an angle
1: there. I
2: figured we were going to touch on because of yeah. you know. Oh, I added it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Nice. I'm just. I don't. The fiend is exciting as a character's perspective, but because he is like god tier, like difficulty. I don't know how exciting a fiend match is going to know now that we know that like, was it ten curb stomps can barely keep him down or can't keep him down? Uh, I'm interested to see how much they're going to let him, like, take punishment from Daniel O'Brien, or is it just going to be? Are we going to just continue to build the fiend into being this unstoppable force? and have them take care of Daniel Bryan in maybe like 10 minutes. Especially, I there's honestly, not a lot of time on this card, probably, with all these matches.
0: Oh, this will be one of the midnight cards. You know it. hmm Yeah, I, I could see the quick finish for Daniel Bryan until he quote-unquote embraces the yes movement, but I think you keep The Fiend rolling until you truly have somebody that's popping the crowd. Don't just have The Fiend lose to move the title to try to move somebody up the card.
1: Yeah, I I feel like the 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 fiend would be best losing to a fully em- yes movement embraced Daniel Bryan, which will probably be a couple months away, hopefully.
0: The power oh, of positivity biggie.
1: Yeah, I was gonna go Kofi just so Kofi could get some shine back, but yeah, if they can move Big E to the card, because that would be a good dynamic. Uh, the the dynamic between the New Day and a Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt, and then the New Day versus the Fiend Darkness. Like there's some great stuff they could do there. Uh, though you might maybe wait for Xavier Woods to where he can travel so you can include him in everything. Because uh, yeah. right now he's kind of like stationary uh, yeah. with, with the Achilles injury. Yeah. But that could be really exciting, like Royal Rumble uh, time, uh, just New Day versus The Fiend.
0: I could dig that.
2: Let, yeah, I think that'd be pretty sweet. I just but want
0: Biggie to thing, have the belt, right? Adam Cole versus the winner of the triple threat match that we spoke about earlier between Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, and Killian Dane. Um, so, just to shift gears a little bit into War Games, that triple threat match— who do you guys have winning that? Because I'd almost guarantee Adam Cole is going to retain the NXT Championship.
2: Yeah, I don't see, I don't see them taking it
1: off of him. Is this going to be a pre-show match?
0: The Adam Cole match. Yeah. No, they've not announced any pre-show match.
1: I know that's what I'm worried about. Is like one of some of these matches, like the, the AJ Shinsuke Strong yeah, is going to be pre-show. Isn't I think it? that's Damn
2: pre-show. It. I mean, there's a two-hour pre-show, so I can see. It's
0: a, two hour, it's a two-hour. It's a two-hour pre-show, but you can guarantee they'll probably throw some matches together on Saturday. Yeah, they'll throw matches together post-war games. Uh, they yeah. haven't announced anything for 205 live. So they canceled
1: two o five live today. The yeah. the, yep. the the taping today or whatever.
0: Yep. So, but it wouldn't surprise me to see two o five live have their version of a Survivor Series match in that two-hour pre-show. Yeah, because um, that's been pretty standard fare.
1: So I, I they're pushing Damian Priest
0: uh fucking hard
1: yeah and i don't i don't quite see it but like i'm not mad that they're pushing him but i just don't quite see where his ceiling is uh i this is difficult because i want pete dunn to win but this match probably won't have a lot of time so i don't want to waste adam cole versus pete dunn for the nxt title in like a five ten minute match I would rather waste that on Damien Priest or Killian Dane, even though I I love Killian Dane.
0: Right. Shave Uh, your back. Shave your
1: back. Uh, Or Damien Priest, shave your thighs. Shave your thighs. Uh, Someone pointed out he has very hairy thighs, and it just, like, freaked me out. And I can't (laughs) not see it. Uh. I, I'm gonna go Damian Priest because they're pushing him, and I don't want to. I I know it's gonna be Pete Dunne, but I don't want them to waste Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole in like a five minute match. So okay, I'm gonna go Damian Priest. Okay. And Adam Cole beats him.
0: You know, I was thinking about this though. We were just talking about why is Damian Priest getting pushed. I didn't realize Damian Priest was six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds.
2: Oh, he's definitely winning. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so. Let Paul me retract course. let me retract that statement about Adam Cole retaining yeah, the title. Yeah, never mind. Title. Never <laughs> if Damian mind. Damien Priest makes it into that match. Damian Priest wins because Damian Priest has Vince McMahon guy written all over.
1: Drew McIntyre does too, but that's not really working out for Drew McIntyre.
0: Hey, everything can change in a heartbeat.
1: Nah, I don't um, I don't think Cole's gonna after the stuff they've done with Cole the last couple weeks, Cole's not losing that title.
2: I mean, it's true. They have they have put a lot into Cole, and I feel like
1: and we're building a Wednesday night off war. Of him.
2: And you you've been showing off Cole as like a guy to watch. And if you're watching the weekly, you know, just raw and SmackDown, it'd be I'd be surprised if if they let him not
1: retain. And he's delivered in the spotlight that they've yeah. given him. Like he looks like he fits in on the main roster, despite his height.
2: <laughs> I just think, yeah, I just think so much is about getting people to uh, see NXT not as just a, you know like a developmental brand, like a lot of people you know kind of try to box it into.
0: So that's the rundown for our Survivor Series card. So now we will dig into the other areas of wrestling that get talked about much less. Uh, of course, as we mentioned it several times throughout the night. We have NXT versus AEW going on. And NXT finally got itself a win in the ratings this past Wednesday.
2: Which I think is totally just because they've been pushing it so hard on Mondays and Fridays. So, I guess that's finally paying off and people are tuning in on Wednesday.
0: Uh, I think it's a combo, man. NXT has slowly been going up. Oh, definitely. And uh, I actually had some friends because I'm originally from, like, I've said before, Charlotte, I had some friends at that Charlotte taping for AEW, and they said it was about empty.
2: Yeah, I know there's been a lot about the attendants kind of dropping, they're tarping off a lot of seats, which is um, unfortunate. Not look. That's not that's not a great look. Um, I, I've been enjoying AEW, and I don't know how caught up each of you guys are. I watched Full Gear. And and I'm caught up on the weekly stuff, and I've been enjoying it. But there th- there still feels like something something missing in certain aspects. Like we talked about, a l- real lack of a women's division in there um, is a one big issue.
1: Yeah, I- I'm mostly caught up with the. I went from watching the the show weekly, like because the women division is really important to me. I I love women's wrestling and they just don't have a division they have like three people like only like two of them i can name uh and i i'm having a problem with AEW where the performers they have are great uh but they only have a their, their talent pool is so small that i just don't know if i can believe in anyone else in the title scene You know, like I, I know they're like running out of combinations for people to compete against each other that I know WWE will will give us the same match, like four or five weeks in a row, but I know there's a chance that they might mix someone else in the same, you know, and, and, and like, Oh yeah,
2: exactly. You get some variety, but it's like, especially watching the weekly show there's sometimes I've been watching. I'm like, wait, we saw this match last week. It's just the same match with nothing new about it. It's just the same match again.
1: Yeah, and, and I feel like AEW was giving WWE shit about like their match structures, but man, we've seen a lot of bullshit tag and uh, six man matches. That you know, like AEW is like, oh, we're gonna be completely different from from like the WWE, but we're still getting like promo. Like they they don't open the show with a promo; they open it with a match, but we still get match promo, and then it usually ends in a six man tag or a tag team match type of stuff. Uh, right. We've been getting, you know, single matches and happening, but I feel like they've kind of already hit the max of like the different combinations they can have. Uh, So the matchups are kind of becoming stale. And so they like introduce more people. It's been really, it's been entertaining, but it's just not my priority anymore. NXT was always going to be my favorite between the two. But like now it's like not even close in terms of like what I'm interested in. Uh, NXT doesn't even have all the like. NXT is stacked right now with talent, and they're missing like a lot of guys that are like some favorites of mine currently.
0: Gargano, Dream. Mhm. Yeah. Good thing they yeah. got Champa back when they did, man. Ooh. Oh, he's been so good. Yeah, that was sorely needed, and he's been fantastic since he's come back.
1: Yeah. Did you see his War Games anthem list?
0: It was pretty ridiculous.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh-huh. He did not realize that's what it was going to be. Yep, because he said I would have picked some 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 different uh, music.
1: Yep, and he's a new father, so a lot of those songs reflect uh, something a new father would Being be listening a new to. dad. Uh, okay. I, uh, yeah, I I'm I like AW. Chris Jericho has been amazing. That uh, the mock video they put out before Full Gear for Chris Jericho, uh, where it's just like. Everyone's talking about he's like the youngest AEW champion in history.
0: Oh, it's so good! It's
1: I watched it oh, so yes. many times. It's
0: fantastic! So good.
2: It's
1: fantastic. Nah, they,
0: they're they're doing technically not work. wrong, and that's nope. the best kind of right, best kind of thing to be. Uh,
1: they're, they're 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 doing well with what they have, but it's we're seeing it in attendance, and uh, there's not a lot of draw there because it's just like okay, so you know,
0: so. I have nothing against smaller guys as wrestlers. Mm -hmm. But you
1: talk shit about Darby Allin.
0: I am not going to talk shit about Darby Allin. (laughs) He's precious. (laughs) He is petite. Um, The only issue I really have with AEW, and you've kind of mentioned the matchups are weird, but when you're watching something that has to pass the eye test, watching... Was it last week, Darby Allen versus John Moxley? Yeah, it was I last week. I think that week. was. I think that. Well, I think that might have been this week because Darby accepted the challenge last week. Darby on the mic is amazing. Darby in the ring is amazing. But Darby versus Moxley was really hard for me to sus- suspend my disbelief because Moxley looked like he had a hundred pounds on Darby, and Moxley is not a big dude.
1: He probably has a hundred pounds on him.
0: But yeah, I was about to say, a, he, he, I could see him
2: very well having 100 pounds on him.
0: But that just, not that Darby's not a good wrestler, it's just that matchup didn't pass the eye test to me. Um, same with this, I, I love Sammy Guevara in the ring, but he doesn't pass the eye test when he's in the ring with certain guys. I feel like AEW's got to get better about matching their talent up, if that makes sense. So that it's not that jarring, because I feel like a lot of the older fans, or even people who have watched WWE religiously, are going to start looking and being like, well, this just doesn't make sense. How is this dude competing with that? Dude? Granted, JR and Tony Schiavone do a great job about selling speed on commentary. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people on commentary, though. There's some people who can't sell shit on commentary and have already been fired, but NWA, who is trying <laughs> to resurrect itself, decided it was a good idea to have Jim Cornette on their television.
1: Taped television show.
0: Taped On YouTube is it showing live or is it still taped? Nope,
1: it's taped, which is makes so, us even fucking worse wow so it was
0: taped in this this cleared editing
1: apparently
0: which uh, holy shit people are like either someone amazing
1: it which which uh means either someone didn't notice or didn't think it was a big deal or someone already wanted jim Cornette fired and they're like fuck it i'm gonna let this go
0: if you haven't heard Good God, I just read what he said. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you like to read that aloud? Oh,
2: no, I really don't. Do you want don't. that sound bite out? <laughs> yeah, I really don't want to read that.
0: Um, oh, my God. Can you paraphrase it for us? Yeah. Make it he, slightly, that's horrible.
2: Just made a very bad fried chicken joke.
0: That An absolutely horrible
2: fried oh chicken joke. Oh, my God. Yeah, just, oh, no. Um,
1: yeah, uh... Did you hear his response,
0: guys? No. He doubled down.
1: No! No, so, okay. So, the, the we'll just say the joke, but not exactly say it. Or not even joke the comments, because it wasn't funny. It might have been funny in the era that NWA Power is trying to represent, which is the 70s or 80s. Right. So, Jim Cornette basically said, like, this dude, uh, is it basically said, like, the dude's so tough he could ride through ethiopia with fried chicken on his back (sighs) which is super fucked up to say and jim Cornette said "Mm -mm, that wasn't a racist joke that was a starvation joke and thought that was okay (laughs) Uh, oh jesus so he's like no guys don't worry it wasn't racist i was making fun out of starvation holy shit yep yep And, and 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 then he also doubled or tripled down being like, I could have said sh- sushi, but sushi's not funny. And it's just like, uh, what the fuck, wow. Jim Cornette? Right. And yeah, this was on a tape show, which means it had to pass through some form of editing, but it didn't. Uh, what the fuck, Jim Cornette?
0: All I'm saying is, hey, NWA, if you need somebody else to edit your stuff, I got nothing but time, my friends
2: nothing but time <laughs> and which you're a also, smashing pumpkins fan right i was
1: okay I thank you so
2: much mjc pumpkins.
1: i just n- learned the fact that
2: billy corgan owns nwa and he's this, done a
1: great job with it yeah and hired jim Cornette for some reason which is a yeah, bad idea
2: that was a bad call billy corgan Horrible god call. god yeah Horrible call. yeah so <laughs> oof, moving on
0: from that and yeah. then the the biggest news, I think, in wrestling this past, well, I guess this past since our last time we've talked, the return of CM Punk to television.
1: i let MJC have
0: this one. Go for it.
1: I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> he, CM Punk will let you know that he is not a WWE employee. He's an ex-employee, uh, which just means he's one step closer to stepping into the ring. And he's 41 years old, so hopefully that's sooner rather than later uh this is great like he premiered on wwe backstage happened to be the same episode samoa joe was on uh and adam cole was on which is great because samoa joe and cm punk have had a long history together and competing against each other also side can i just sidestep for a second Wasn't Samoa Joe great on commentary? Yeah, I was about to say we didn't mention that,
2: and he was fantastic on commentary.
0: Samoa Joe can do whatever Samoa Joe fucking wants to
1: do. I hope he replaces JR. (laughs) Or not JR. But also, uh, uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that'd be great if you replace King. If if any, any of you guys are watching this live, I don't know if you watched and paid attention, but you could totally go back and it's worth it. Is just watch Peyton reacting to Samoa Joe come out during that segment. Oh
1: yeah, and I, it's I, yeah
2: fucking golden, and I love them.
0: The Godzilla roar.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god,
1: it was hilarious. I, that's why I love the Iconics. They're know, so good too. at that stuff. They're hey, fantastic. you know
0: who? You know. You know who could have been in the Women's Survivor Series match instead of, I don't know, Carmella and Dana Brooke? Yeah,
2: the Iconics. That would have been great. Why?
1: Why are they excluded? But, but anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but CM Punk returned <laughs> to, to wrestling, and he's adjacent to WWE now. Uh, and it's great, because uh, I know, uh, Ben, you're not like the biggest CM Punk fan, uh, but you know he's a good talker and this I is like a great this, spot for him.
0: Yes, I like CM Punk in these back, like this backstage role. What I dislike is Seth Rollins because I already don't really like Seth Rollins, and now him trying to challenge CM Punk to a fight yeah. makes me like him even less because it's like, bro, get over the talent that you're in the ring with every week instead of reaching back to CM Punk. Because and we Kenny all know Omega. what's going to happen. Yeah, we all know what's going to happen if you and CM Punk get in the ring. CM Punk's not going to step into that ring unless he has a damn good reason to, and losing to you is not a damn good reason for him to step in the ring.
1: Yeah, if CM Punk is going like, to... CM Punk like understands the business enough, and part of the reason he left is like didn't like the structure of like who goes over. CM Punk isn't going to come back unless he can fight someone that he's willing to put over. And I don't think based on what shit he was talking during backstage, unless this is all, you know, a big work. Uh, he was going in on Seth Rollins pretty often on it. And Seth Rollins deserved to get the shit talk on him. Cause Seth Rollins has become the most obnoxious, uh, wrestler in the world. Uh, and needs someone to put him in his place. That's a better talker. Cause the worst part is Seth Rollins isn't even that great of a talker. Uh, so him just becoming like this obnoxious dude online has been like really annoying. And then him trying to come out on Mondays and, you know, Fridays and Wednesday this past week as like a hero is just been like, mm, nah, do we read your Twitter?
0: Yeah, just because Becky's good on Twitter doesn't mean you're good on Twitter. I know. Can he just <laughs> yeah.
1: like hand his phone just, over in bed yeah. to her? And hand your phone over. Let,
2: let the man take care of it. Yeah.
1: But like, so backstage, but uh, I, I didn't check the ratings for backstage, but uh, like two weeks ago, backstage ratings was 49,000 people, like 49,000 people, like which is crazy. And then two weeks later, Punk uh, premieres, you know, and Punk missed the premiere. I wonder if they just dropped a truckload of money on Punk to where he missed the premiere episode, but he was there for week two because they saw how bad the ratings were and they're like, fuck. And they just dropped a bunch of zeros at the end of his, you know, his offer. Uh, But he's, he was great. Like I, I'm now going to start watching backstage every week because he's so good at talking. He does not give a shit. Like they, (laughs) it was funny because if you guys watched, uh, they replayed the Baron Corbin Roman Reigns promo with the dog mascot and the oh, he buried it he buried it instantly and uh renee booker and Paige were trying to tell that company line and punk was just like nah fuck that shit
0: this was garbage don't pay me yeah he
2: gives zero fucks yeah about
1: towing the wwe line but i've
2: been enjoying backstage as well so i'm planning to continue watching that weekly
1: Yep. And he gave Renee some shit when she's like, oh, you know, the Shield guys. And he's like, oh, the Shield guys. Who was your favorite member of the Shield? And she was just like, I, I mm-hmm. like all of them. <laughs> like, uh, it, I, I just can't wait because especially he's not going to be afraid to like drop the AEW name or the competition because it's not his competition. He's an analyst for Fox. Yep. Like I'm excited. I'm just worried though so WWE is in Chicago this weekend that they are going to Drop the CM Punk music, but it's going to be for a promo for backstage. And I don't know if they realize if they do that.
2: Uh, There'll be a riot?
1: Yeah, the crowd will erupt. But then if it just shows backstage, like if he doesn't fucking come out, like when the cameras are off. (laughs) I don't think it will happen. But he lives in Chicago. You know, like he can totally make it. Like if yeah. they can give him a separate exit. So he doesn't have to make eye contact with Vincent. Hunt, uh, Triple H. <laughs> but if they play that music this weekend at any point this weekend and he doesn't come out, there's going to be a
0: fucking riot city of Chicago burning indeed. And as you mentioned in Chicago, you're going to be there. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, I'm going to NXT. I got some some decent seats. At least I hope they're decent. The double cage thing for War Games kind of you know puts a lot of it changes the way they set up a little bit. So I'm just like mm, these seats would have been good, but they might be a little weird now. Uh, the so so it's my not, girlfriend it's, was it's a, a
0: Punjabi re- prison match. So you're okay.
1: Yeah, I should still be able to see through it, and they have a nice Chumbotron above the ring. Uh, so. Uh, my girlfriend was a wrestling fan when she was uh, a little kid. Like she was a big Ray Mysterio fan and she always wanted to go. Uh, and I used to go to wrestling events a lot when I was a little kid. Uh, just because, uh, my, uh, my dad worked as a manager for a grocery store. Uh, and back in the day, if the Coca-Cola rep wanted displays up front, he would, you know, throw some skybox tickets at the managers. Oh, nice. Um, and then the Pepsi guy would also do that. So there was a lot of times where my dad's store would just have a bunch of tickets to random events. Uh, so I would go to a lot of wrestling events. So I, I have fond memories of that, but I haven't been to a wrestling event since Backlash 2002.
0: Uh, Ooh, that's bad. Jeez, yeah, yeah, that's
1: when uh, Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin were tag team champions.
0: The power trip.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they uh, successfully defended against Undertaker and Kane that pay-per-view. And that's when Shane dropped, jumped off like the swing blade stage onto the big show. Uh, So it's been a while uh, since I've been to a show and she's never been to a show. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go to a show. I had to choose between NXT and Backlash or not Backlash, uh, Survivor Series. Um, I'm kind of regretting picking NXT, but at the same time for her first show, I think NXT would be the better experience. Cause it's only going to be like two hours. Uh, yeah, I, d- <laughs> I
2: think, I think you're doing better than having a sticker than there for, you know, four hours or something, whatever it ends up being. for Survivor Yeah. Series.
1: Especially, uh, you have to get there, you know, like, you know, sometimes an hour early to make sure right. you get in and find your seat. So I'm just like, okay, NXT is going to be like two and a half hours. The crowd is going to be fucking amazing.
2: Oh yeah. Uh,
1: triple H is going to be in charge of booking. Yeah. Um, as opposed to having uh, we, you know, like us go to Survivor Series and be like, "Hey, this is your first show. Pack in for five hours. Right? <laughs> We're right. here, and exactly. booking might piss us off." And she, I've been getting her back into wrestling, and she's like a big fan of like the women's division. Uh, but okay. all of her like favorite women are going to be in that you know big five on five 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 match, and it's just like nice. Kyrie and Asuka are just going to get you know. Yeah. they're just they're just fodder in that match so it's oh, like yeah. no you're going to watch the first ever women's war game match <laughs> right. you know we're going to enjoy NXT and I'm excited I'm a little sad it's only four co- matches on a card uh I, even though NXT is usually pretty small cards but it's usually like five or six matches but like all of their champions and like all their main event talent are in a cage match um but I'm hoping uh, I hear Velveteen, Velveteen Dreams music. Like I just want to hear that music in person. Uh, but I might not get that because he's he's also injured. Uh but I'm I'm excited uh for NXT takeover war games or however they're saying it.
0: Well, I, I know you're gonna be in the crowd with a big old sign that says uh, T-Y- T-Y-T-B-O-T-O and
1: with,
0: a, with an at symbol with an at, yeah. yeah, with an at symbol there and uh also since the uh, last time we've done this you have ventured into a new areas so why don't you tell everyone listen a little bit about that
1: yeah i don't think uh i think i had left ps nation uh when i was talking to you guys but i couldn't say anything
0: correct it, uh, it was unofficial at that time yeah
1: it was unofficial at that time uh but yeah i started uh Uh, Another gaming podcast uh, with my co-host Dave from PS Nation called Digital Days Gaming. Uh, Pretty much uh, doing uh, the same type of podcast uh, that we did before, you know, covering video games. Uh, The good thing is the thing I'm most excited about is we're not tied down to a specific platform. We can talk about everything. And so far, like PC gaming, specifically Xbox Game Pass has been like a very big uh, factor in terms of our coverage and stuff just because it's say what you will about microsoft they're killing it right now with game pass uh so it it seemed like a good time and there's all these other services out there so we wanted to like cover everything Uh, rest
0: in peace stadia 2019 to
1: 2019 yeah yeah rest in peace stadia it's gonna die before i get a chance to actually order it isn't it or before it becomes a free service
2: I'm thinking that is pretty accurate. And I was, I was just listening to you talk about that on the podcast.
1: Yeah. So uh, you can find our show uh, at digitaldaysgaming.com dot com or where you'll just find a bunch of links to all the different podcast services that it's available on. We also uh, are making streaming a more important thing to us now. Uh, and you can uh, find our live uh, version of the podcast every Sunday at nine thirty Eastern. Uh, Sometimes we're like 15 minutes behind, uh, but uh, Sunday, 930 Eastern is when we do the show live. And then the show uh, is also available on podcast services uh, the following Thursday. Uh, So definitely check us out Uh, as we do that. You know, starting, starting, you know, starting over is a challenge, but it's also fun and exciting. And also, as you guys learned a little bit ago, there's a lot of podcast services out there. So that's always fun.
2: Yeah, no, there's a ton. And (laughs) some are a mystery as to how you even get onto them. Um, But I'm glad you're enjoying it. I've been enjoying listening. So if anybody else is interested, we'll we'll definitely have uh, the links to your uh, new podcast. So all the Digital Day stuff uh, down in the show notes.
0: Appreciate it. No problem. And I think, I mean, for tonight, I think that's all we're going to have here. Hopefully this has got you caught up and you're as excited for Survivor Series as we are. Don't forget to catch Survivor Series on the 24th. Pre-show is starting on the WW Network at 5 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget to catch our latest episode of Too Young to Be This Old that will also be dropping on Sunday. Anything else you got to add, Andy? Nope, that's all. Anything you got for us to close out, Michael?
1: No, I just have one regret. I didn't get a haircut before NXT, and I'm on camera side, so I'm a little worried about that.
0: You still got time. I think going to be time. all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. You are now called up and ready to watch Survivor Series. Enjoy it. Let us know what you think in the comments on Facebook or tweet us on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, like, review, and share us. Until next time, this has been another episode of Pay-Per-View Powerpoint.